All right, folks, here we go. Midweek, it's the Light the Lamp podcast. Brian Blessing in Vegas, Camp Stewart, hanging out in Toronto. And we got games on while we're doing this on Wednesday night. Good one, Washington, Boston. Cammy, you're keeping tabs on the Leafs, who, what's going on, man? They own Edmonton. I, honestly, like, I don't know if this thing's going to end. It's 4 nothing right now, but, like, VC's got two goals. Like, I've never seen anything like this. I've known this team for years, oh. Brian. I don't know what is happening, but here's the way the Leafs game seemed to be going. Uh, a team throws the kitchen sink at them early. Goaltender stands on his head, makes a million saves. Then they Leafs come back, get a goal, and just demoralize the other team. It's been this way with Edmonton. Edmonton <laughs> already has a fragile psyche. Like, this team needs to a whole revamp job. Like, when you find out that uh, – Koskin and their backup goalie makes, you know, $4.5 million. The guy's not even, you know, all these guys from Edmonton are turning on me on, uh, you know, on Twitter. It's like, yeah, really? Like, like who's in, like, Shirelli, what a horrible job they've done with, like, financing and balancing books with this team. And they're just, they're soft. Like, they're, they're like, I'm looking at the Leafs, and the Leafs are, like, laughing at these guys. Like, Connor McDavid, he's great, but, you know, they, he can't do it all himself. And, like, they seem to get down on each other. They don't play a defensive game. Like, they're horrible in their own end. They're just not a good hockey team, Brian. Like, we think about, like, this team getting better. They're not really getting better. Like, if you're a fan of them, I think there's still major concerns. And Mike Smith, you know, he's been good for a while, but as you say, water finds its level. This team's not – they have problems. The Edmonton Oilers – as for the Leafs, I don't know if they can continue at this pace. Are they peaking too early? I don't know, kiddo. I, I thought Edmonton would be way better than this. I mean, more consistent than this. You know what? Let me just ask you. I mean – it's it's unfair because I want to get to it at some point. The Sabres are a dog's breakfast, but McDavid and Eichel, I mean, great players, right? But at some point, don't the teams have to win? What, yes. what about these guys? I, you talk about getting into it with people. I mean, most everybody was agreeing with me because, I mean, if you're a Sabres fan, and I, I, well, I want to get into that at some point. But I had some guy, I in third period of the game the other night, I said, Time for Eichel to step up and win a game. I mean, it used to be him against the world. He's mm-hmm. invisible, right? And some guy goes, well, the, the Kruger did this, and these guys do this, and do that. Yeah, clearly it's Eichel's fault. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I go, that's the problem. It's terrible from top to bottom. But he's part of the problem. Don't be making excuses for him. He makes $10 million. Exactly, what Brian. About hey, here's, what about McDavid? Hey, that's the point. Like, you know, you're the fastest player in the league. You're the best player in the league. It's when you get better is you take over games. You become the best player. Instead of sulking after another team gets up, it's four to nothing in this game tonight, and these guys are basically going to go to bed with their uh, blankets and suck their thumb. They have no – like, the, it's unbelievable. Like, I'm watching guys who are cast-offs from other teams with the Leafs, and the thing is they're buying into Sheldon Keefe's system. Hey, guys, if we play defense or winning games and winning – you know, it's it's very, it's addictive. And these guys are playing that way. Everyone's playing team defense. I'm not going to lie. If you were to say that Jack Campbell, the basically the second-string goalie, and Hutchison, the third-string goalie, when Freddie Anderson's out, they go back-to-back shutouts. Mm-hmm. And as we're doing the, by the time of this show, it's, it's happening again with starting goalie Freddie Anderson back. Like, this is the thing, Brian. They only went out and got Muzzin. Uh, it's a team defense thing. It's a team attitude thing. And all I watch the Buffalo Sabres and it's like, Eichel, it's like, Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, floating, we're going to like, yeah, he's floating. He's, he's, he's complaining. And uh, yeah. And if all these guys want to come at you on Twitter, the bottom line is when you're the best player in the league of a team, sometimes you take over games to make it happen. And it's, I understand it's a team game, but you're also making exactly what you said. You're one of the best players in the league making $10 million and sulking and not getting your team back in the game. 
that's a problem. All right, we're going to start here, but since we're kind of on the topic, um, yeah, well, you need more from McDavid. I mean, it's a, it's a team game. Great, but hey, great, you win all the all the heart trophies you want. I mean, you know, it's about winning cups, right? And then the, the Sabres thing is such a dog's breakfast. You've got guys making millions of dollars. These guys can't score five on five to save their life. I'm not. This is not going to be about the Sabres. The story I just wanted to say. I'm watching this game the other night. I have never seen, after the weekend, the Flyers, every orange jersey, face-planted every guy. I put out on Twitter, I said, is this the Top Gun sequel? I'm seeing more flybys in this game. That, that was their response. They did nothing, right? So then the Philly, Philly's got a cakewalk against these guys for the weekend. Crosby's out, right? Pittsburgh beats Philly because Philly had a cakewalk all weekend. You know, it's amazing. you got to bring your lunch pill to work. But the third period against the Rangers, it seems in complete disarray. And th- you want to know how bad the problem is? They're down 3-2. And Dylan Cousins, the kid, did you see this fight, Cam? No. Dylan, Dylan Cousins is 20 years old. Uh, if you're on your computer, it's on my Twitter feed. You could actually find it on my thread. Mm-hmm. But he... He's behind the net. He's digging. He's been he's been so good. He's a rookie. He's been like their best players. Like a kid's better than all these guys. Shows up like he cares. And Lingren from the Rangers, they're pushing and shoving back and forth. And the Lingren kid says to him, "You want to fight?" And after the first three punches in his face, Cousins. After the first three times, Cousins punched Lingren in the mouth. He said, "Yeah, I'll fight you." Yeah, I'll kill you. <laughs> he, he, he hit him with three quick rights. Cam. His first NHL fight, he's 20 years old. He say, he's hitting him with overs and unders and lefts and rights. He knocked his mouthpiece out. It was rock'em, sock'em, robots. The 20-year-old kid beats the guy to a pulp. You're down a goal, and you're like, if you don't respond to this, you have nothing. You have nothing left. And I'm telling you, that kid is so good. He beats the pulp out of the guy, and the Sabres made a mini push, and they, and they go quietly in the night, lose 3-2. But you're telling me a 20-year-old teenager, the guys that are making 9 and $10 million, he's the one leading the way? That's nauseating, man. That's stealing money. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, And you, you look at this team, Brian, and you're like, wow, you know, you see the potential. And it's just like, it's unbelievable. And I know Omar's a better goalie than Hutton, but it, I find it hilarious. So we're watching this game. There's three goals in the first like couple minutes of that game. And you're thinking, oh, boy. And then the live totals eight and a half, and there's no goals for the rest of the game. You're just sitting there with the Buffalo Sabres. It's like, what the, like, what are these guys doing? Like, they come out, boom, you get a goal. You know, we're in this game. We could do this thing. And I just don't see it. I think they need to. And the bottom line is this, Brian, it's like they've stopped. Even if it's, uh, you know, we laugh at, hey, Kruger, you couldn't get naked with the babe, babe under the sheets like the Frank Costanza with, uh, you know, with uh, the, the, the loser that George used to work with. But I'm looking at this team. It's like, who are they playing for? I don't think it's totally his fault. He does some stupid things. But you need a whole culture change there, and it's got to be frustrating. Like Buffalo, I look at Buffalo as like a hardworking town, and the team is the exact opposite of what they are. The fans deserve better. I deserve yeah. better. And I keep watching this crap. But you know what? But I'm telling you, turn it into betting stuff, Cam. The Flyers. No, 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 no. No, listen, Don't listen. Score. The Flyers, the Flyers, two cupcake games against an eggshell soft team. Go play Pittsburgh and lose, right? Rangers beat them. There was no, no oomph in that game other than Cousins beat the Ranger guy up. You know what? The Rangers play the Devils on Thursday. Play the Devils. 
I'm telling you, after the Rangers have a cakewalk like that against the Sabres, the Devils are going to punch them in the mouth, and I bet you the Devils beat the Rangers. I, and I, yeah, no, I, found I, this angle. I found this angle in hockey, in basketball. The Jazz playing so good, and two and a half weeks ago, said, you know what, they're killing people. And I'm going to go look, and I look back four or five games. I said, sure enough, it was like three and one that the teams that played the Jazz, the next game played a good game because they got smoked by the Jazz. Since I said I'm going to start doing that, they have gone 5-0 and against the spread, the teams that lost to the Jazz, and then the next night they've gone 5-0 and against the spread, 4-1. and One of them was Charlotte, a 10-point dog, one outright. Now, I don't know how long that, that trend will last, but I think you got something here. Teams that play the Sabres fade them the next game because the intensity gets ratcheted up when they play a real hockey team the next game. Also, I think that might be a good angle, too. When you're looking – you know, you played a tough game against the Islanders. You almost came back and lost. And the Islanders, as we talked about, are getting good. When the Islanders are winning, you know, these two-to-one games and they're getting back to their system, Brian, we're not stupid. I remember when I went to visit you in Vegas and they were like the hottest. We talked about futures tickets with these guys. And they have that kind of feel right now. You know, they figured it out. And they're the one team that can beat Boston. They own Boston this year. They absolutely destroy them. Like Boston has problems. Like they can play, beat anybody, but they have real problems with the New York Islanders for some reason, right? So... Uh, yeah, it's a crazy situation, buddy. But I will say this. As for the Sabres, I don't know when it's going to change. And it's weird. You look at hockey, and it's the one sport. It's the one sport that you could always, like, it was working, Brian, where we're like, oh, these teams are down, and they're not gutless. But Cam, it's it, been a decade. It, it, but, but now, they're, now they're, in this COVID era, I'm, I'm thinking, like, like, I, like, for example, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'll use them as an example. Sure. Lose they don't. They don't have letdown spots. Nope. Their and goaltender, they, Vasilevsky's had a shutout in the last three games. Dallas played almost a perfect game the last game. I'm on them on the puck line. I lose on an empty net, and I'm thinking, you can't score one goal against these guys. It's unbelievable. And, Brian, they, they already, you know they're going to be there. It's just unbelievable to me, and that shows you the professionalism of teams like them. And the Leafs are becoming like, kind of like Tampa Bay. They're like, there's no letdown spots. Like I'm thinking, well, and I've watched this team for so many years. I feel like a, a jackass. Like I'm, I'm thinking Edmonton can win these games against these guys. Cause this team has broken my heart and my wallet year after year after year. And now I'm finding myself when they're on fire, having the best year ever. I almost don't believe it. Like, you know what I mean? I should be making it hand over fist, just betting on a team that you want to win. But it's like, oh, my God. Like, this year's crazy, Brian. It's crazy. The Lightning lose Kucherov. I know. They're 15-4-1. and one. The I know. At the beginning of the season, they have Marshawn and Pasternak. I mean, look at them. They're 12-5. This guy, no one had a win. I mean, you know what it is, though? It's culture. You show up with your lunch pail. I mean, it's – You do. And another thing is, too, let's call it out for what it is. There's nothing more frustrating when you have a goalie that's, like, horrible. An example is – I watched Nashville play, and there was a good angle. You're thinking, okay, Carolina got really lucky against Florida. Oh, don't Soros gives up. Like, I'm on, I'm on Nashville. Soros uh, gives up goals that, like, a rec league goalie would score, and then they come back and lose on an empty netter. If that's any other goaltender there, Nashville wins that game for fun. But right. that's the difference. They have Pecorine and Soros. They're not good. I Tampa know. Bay has Vasilevsky, and you see what's happening, Brian. This is the whole thing. It all comes full circle. When you have – a goalie like that, look what it's done for the rest of the team. McElhaney gets in there and he looks like a second coming of uh, <laughs> Ken Dryden. And it's like, and then look at the Leafs goalies. Like, you know what I mean? The team's playing well. Jack Campbell gets in shutout. 
We used to bet Hutchison totals over seven and a half, Brian. The guy's shutting out the Oilers. I know. What the hell is going on here? I know. This is a crazy, crazy time. So what does this tell you? It tells you when you have a Tootsie Roll going and you believe in a team, it can actually, it's it's like magic powers. These goaltenders that were barely hanging in the league have become good now. It's weird. Let me tell you something. Talk about Tootsie Rolls. Uh, You know, we're taping this Wednesday night and a great game that will be coming up. Uh, Minnesota and Vegas. Listen. Uh, Minnesota won six in a row. They had a 4-2 lead on Vegas. These guys play a heavy game. Felino, Greenway, they're crashing the net, and they're fun to watch. Now, Vegas comes back. Mark Stone, five primary assists. Cam, give him the Selkie right now. I'll tell you that. No, I love Stone, and I told you that. Remember, it's actually funny, Brian. Like, you know, like, no, we get along with everybody, and people have been great to us, but it's funny. Like, all the people that come out and they say, like, I'm not going to say this is over yet, but what did I tell you? And I, I, and I told people that if the, anybody who was listening, when the Winnipeg Jets trade Lonnie, I go, Dubois will be better for the Jets than Lonnie. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. People are like, are you nuts? That's a horrible deal for, for the Jets. I'm like, are you, no, you're nuts. Because Lonnie is not going to do anything oh, in that team. Hey, about, hey, come, on. Wait, first, come on. Come on. Come first, on. First of all. You uh, agreed, no, but, but, but not a lot of other I, people. But first of all. It's like everybody thinks they can change somebody, right? I know. But, but you put Liney with Tortorella. Come on, man. That's like that's throwing throwing gas and butane into the fire. It is. It is. And it's just, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, and, and then you look at the Jets and you're like, oh, it's this is a good fit. And that's what you try to do. You find a, try to find situations like that. But Maurice so- is a good coach too. I like that guy. I agree. I think Paul Maurice is a great coach. I remember I I used to cover the Leafs of Dunnitter, Pat Quinn, Maurice. Like Maurice is an interesting guy. He won't really like give you much, but kind of quiet, funny, you know, subtle. He's got that kind of rapist wit, you know, that you talk about. It's just one of those. Uh, he's a different cat, but he's very, very good hockey man. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just baffling to me. Like you're watching these teams, Brian, and things that happened years ago are like not happening. Like it's not happening anymore. Like Tampa Bay, I have not seen Tampa Bay play a bad game and. I don't even know how long, know. right? But and he, then you look at the Sabres and you go, they're due, but they're not nah, due. They're, they just it, suck. It, it, <laughs> you know? They, they got a heart the size of a raisin. Now, listen, yes. here, I'm telling you, uh, we've been doing the podcast, and some of the things that we said are tried and true that work. Of all of them, Cam, in this goofball season, the one that I think is really the home run, and there are many, over, over in the first game, first game of the season for Minnesota and Vegas, with fans for the first game, it was nothing, nothing. They scored six goals in the second period. I, I'm thinking they'll come back and play a tighter game, and I think it'd be a real physical game tonight. So that one's worked. Uh, over in the first game of a series, under in the second. The one, though, Cam, that's the gold mine. Remember we said, let's call it a four is probably enough, but I would say any team that's got the long trip, a five-game or longer road trip, the last game of the road trip said these guys are going to be stir-crazy. Their mind's going to be on the bus and the plane home. For the last game of the road trip, they're so sick of just being stuck in a hotel and they want to get home. The other night, you want proof positive of this? Calgary yeah. is playing Ottawa. No, wait a minute. You know, you, you can dive into this. How bad was it? How bad had they mentally checked out? Did you see their warm-ups? They came on the ice. You know, they're, they make the circle. They come on the ice. Three different guys or three different pairs of guys collided with each other in the skate getting on the ice they're falling like flies all over the ice 
Five minutes later in the warm-up, Monahan skate in front of the net. Some guy wires a wrist shot, hits him right in the face. <laughs> they, 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 they weren't even involved in the warm-up, and Ottawa beat their butts. It, you know, I'm telling you, teams, check out. If I would have saw the warm-up, Brian, I would have even put more money on it. Remember we, and we talked about that. I'm like, Calgary gets them that one game. You're right. And we have to remember that. I know we're going to be doing some betting shows uh, later on in the week, too. you got to give me, like, the, the mental note. These are the teams that we have because I do agree with you. That one has worked almost better than anything. Like, the over-under situation with the game, sure, sometimes, like, the first game goes under, uh, over, under, yeah, or the, under, the and goal, then over. The but goal, The goalie's yeah. a great equalizer. Exactly. That's the thing. That's why that trend, even though we're right more than we're wrong, this one, I think, is almost at, like, 80%. Like, if we have 10 games, I think eight of them will be that matter, way. It doesn't matter who's playing who. I mean, exactly. it, could a, it could be a $2 dog. Uh, is you're sitting there. I mean, it, you know, it's just a, it's whoever the team is on the last game of the road trip, go against them. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. I don't know who that applies to this week, but I want to get the memo, buddy, because it, it was fun to be on Ottawa that night. And yeah, you know, it, it was great, Brian. Like we had good picks. Like we talked about Columbus. They beat Detroit. I know they were a big favorite, but the, you know, the, the puck line and Montreal got the empty netter actually caught a break. I lost two heartbreakers for huge parlays on uh, empty netters. But that's the thing. These things. How do you feel? I was going to ask you, how do you feel about Montreal? Do you think they get off the schneid with the win? It's it's only against, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, but know, it's, I don't but know. it's like, I don't know what to think. Like, you know, are they, are they better think, than they are? Or are they, I don't they? think, I don't think they go on a run, but I think mm-hmm. they're a good team. I think they'll, it'll all calm down and water will find its level. I think they're, I think they're a decent team. The, listen, you know, it wasn't, uh, what's his name? It wasn't uh, Claude Julian. Julian wasn't playing net and letting beach balls in. I mean, Price okay. was playing like crap. Yeah, and I got to tell you, yeah, good. I'm glad you reminded me of this. We were going to get on to – I know we're doing the, the hockey show on uh, Sirius Channel uh, 204 Saturday night, but I got to tell you, Bergevin, to me, you want to talk about a guy that I've lost every bit of respect for, like, before – it's disgusting – you fire a goalie coach in the second period intermission. Like what's this guy doing? You can't even wait till the end of the game before you give the guy the hook. So first it's this, you fire Claude Julian and Kirk Muller. And then you're like, Oh, okay. The goalie coach is fired. You know? Uh, yeah. That's the way it's going to be. Brian, that's stuff that rings true with other people. There's just ways to go about your business. That's disgusting. Like, I don't know what the hell, what Bergevin is doing, but that's wrong. Well, we, we had, we had the discussion last week about that. They're so, so nuts about uh, making sure they got the French-speaking guy. Do you want to win? Can you stop with the crap? I mean, if 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 the, if the French guy's the most qualified guy, great. They can get the best coach. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that too. But just the way they're running business too, like to me, that's insane. Like, it just it's not cool. Like, you get you get you. That's what that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. You're actually firing a guy in the second period intermission, telling him he's done. The Leafs just scored again. It's five to one. So for all for all the there uh, you're you're either pushing right now if you got a six and a half you need one more but man oilers get a goal and these guys just come right back it's unbelievable brian how, like they're just everything they touch turns to gold right now i've never seen a more opportunistic team when like i when i remember watching these guys with the matt sundin era everything was so hard all the wins like you know what i mean now it's just like it's like a video game watching again, these guys full disclosure they said we're taping this on a wednesday huh. night and the games are changing they're becoming more physical more intense I'm watching a playoff game, Cam. Washington, Boston, a couple minutes left, tied at one. And But, I mean, oh, at the end of the first period, there were like four monster checks thrown. These guys are getting after These games are heated. The pond hockey's gone, Pally. 
Yeah, it is. And uh, I'll look at both of these teams. Like the Boston Bruins are an interesting team to me. Like every single year, you know, we want to count them out. I know Tampa Bay's been amazing. Washington, you could say they're good. Like, but Boston, they had two bad games. So they got smoked against the Islanders and they get smoked against the Rangers, but they come back, win a game. Brian, they're just a team that you can never count out. That's the thing with these guys. They could play a lot of different styles too. They're just a very scary team. And I can tell you, like for people who are Leaf fans, you're watching, everyone could talk about how great this regular season is. You haven't dealt with Boston yet. That's your Achilles mm-hmm. heel. And uh, that's a team that owns you, COVID or no COVID, right? All right. So, so listen, you know. I got two generic topics that mm-hmm. it will take us a few minutes. So I wanted to get to them. Now, <laughs> uh, there's two. The big one for me, from a future perspective, man, this Washington-Boston game came every whistle, pushing, shoving. They're spearing each other. And I love it. It's nice. The stinger and the berries. I mean, all the good stuff. It's, a, it's, 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 it's hilarious. All right. So from a future perspective, first of all, Canadian team has not won the Cup since 1993. I'm not mm-hmm. – I'm bringing that up. That's true. But, uh, but a Canadian team now is guaranteed to be in the semifinals. That is correct. Okay. so. An opportunity really does exist. But here's the thing, Cam. This like an anvil out of the sky hit me. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Just like we were talking about the sun was going to be a problem a week before the outdoor games in Tahoe. Uh-huh. Have you heard one person or has anybody said, hey, wait a minute. When the playoffs get here, what happens when the team that ultimately wins the North Division? What if that border's not closed? Well, it's anybody, funny. We, has anybody yeah, no, we've, talked, we, about we've talked about this on the show today. I, I, I don't think it's like, it's still far away, Brian, but they got to find a way. Like I, I know I, I, cause me and you, we've had this conversation. The more I think about it, I go, no, it's not going to go to that. And do you really believe, do you really believe months down the line, like use, use, you know, say the Leafs get there or whatever, they're going to play a, a game, no, a neutral site game. Pal, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are they, wait a minute. Are they, you're, you're saying it, I'm saying it, pal. Well, what, what do wait they do? The, Frozen for it and just have a neutral site for the teams? I, the, the, that kind of makes if, sense. If Toronto wins the North, let's say, mm-hmm. and in reseeding, say they play Vegas, right, in the semis, and Vegas has fans, but Toronto, but Vegas can't get the Toronto to play, what are they going to do? They're going to bring Toronto down, and, and tr- at least Toronto would play what the scheduled home games for Toronto at Arizona or a neutral site. I don't know, but well, yeah. we're, we're talking about politicians cam. You yeah, know, I know it makes sense to you and me, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the thing to me, a guy's getting traded and has to sit in a hotel, stay like a claim. That's just to, stupid. He's got to sit in a hotel room for 14 days when he's a guy that's been testing negative every day. How does that make any sense? It makes no sense. And that's the thing. No one's using common sense. When we first started this thing, I was like, I get it. Now now it's like, okay, what are we doing here? <laughs> Gabe actually cracked a good joke, joke on our show. Like, uh, you know, we're doing uh, 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 game time decisions in game live. He's like, yeah, the Philadelphia Flyers have entered Canada and ruined the Canadian po-. Like, you know, we were just talking about, yeah, this team comes in and all of a sudden, wow, everybody's sick. It's like, get bent. That's not going to happen. Like, guys, these guys are tested. It's like, I understand diligence, but there's also stupidity. Like, we have to get through this right now. It's just so dumb. Anyway, Brian, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're eventually smarter people are going to say home games here, whatever. Um, for hockey, it's funny. For hockey, they'll, they'll do a lot of things in Canada. But uh, I guess the worst-case scenario would be, like, you can't have a team play in another team's barn 
all those times. It would, it would be neutral site, which is a total disadvantage as well. Right? You know, I, I'm just, <laughs> but, I mean, but I'm saying almost from a futures perspective, mm. A, they haven't won one since 1993, but they're... Oh, no, no they're Canadian teams win in the Stanley Cup. Well, like, I, even I, a, like, I'm a Leaf, I, like, I like the Leafs and all, but I'm being real. Like, they got it to Tampa Bay. I know. But if, there's but so saying, many teams, Vegas, draw, Colorado. But from a futures perspective, do you just draw a line through whoever's coming out of there from a futures perspective, and you're going hunting, we both like Carolina. But, I mean, do you go digging for a Minnesota or some team down here that can maybe give you a price play that you could hedge off? You could. I don't know. Minnesota's playing great, but it's just one of those things. You know, you got the ticket. Is it going to get there? Hmm. I don't know, Brian. I just there's, – there's still – I still think that team is a little bit flawed. Um, they, they, do, they do have some good, good players. The goaltending, I'm not sure if it could stand up. If you really look right now, like look at the teams like Tampa Bay, they have everything. Like they have everything. They have killer defensemen, offensive guys, wicked forwards. Yeah, and they're doing it without Kucherov, and they have Vasilevsky, arguably the best goaltender in the National Hockey League now. The guy's on fire. So Carolina, on the other hand, their goaltending situation, I think, is a little bit, you know, up and down. Um, Florida is a very interesting team to me. You know, we've talked uh, about you know that. Why? But you know what? I'm buying into Florida because I've been watching their games and they're dominating all the time, like their third period. They had no business losing these games against Carolina. They're double the shot. And Carolina is a good team. Like, Florida's good. Like, they're good. If they get any type of, like, Dredger, one of these guys, like, I, I could buy into the Florida Panthers. Okay. I could buy and, in. And you know what? When you think about isn't it shocking? I just said this on my radio show in Vegas, Vegas Hockey Island. We do every day, 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, my Twitter at Brian Blessing always put the show out there. You can get it if you're a hockey fan. And I said this today of all days, and you bring up the Panthers. Nobody, it's Florida. Like, he's buried there. But Quinville, how about the job Quinville's doing? And nobody even talks about Amazing it. job. No, no, Quint Joel Quinville's always – Let's let's call it out for what it is. You know, winning a Stanley Cup's tough. I know the Blackhawks had Jonathan Taves and Seabrook and Keith and Kane and all these other guys, but Joel Quenville's the coach of that team, and it's almost impossible to win the Stanley Cup. So yes, let's give them a little bit more credit. I think uh, you know we talk. You talk about Mark Lawrence with that team, Brian. I watched them play like they're scary. Like they're the the the, the speed of that team. You know who I love in that team? Frank Vetrano. I think he's yes. one of the more underrated players in the league. Like me and you like the same guys. Like I'm watching this guy play going, that's how you play hockey. You back check, you four, you know, you beat a guy, you steal the puck, you do everything. Like he's not a finesse player. He just does everything. Like that's a hockey player. And that's a player that's made for the playoffs. Thank you. That's Ken. the you thing. Know, you know, that is such a simple little statement. And it sounds like a nothing burger, but it's so true. He's a hockey player. That's the cousins kid. I go back to that. Like, I swear to God, it's like, clearly you're watching this going, well, you know, I don't know if he was fighting for seal meat in the Yukon when he's a kid, but I'm like, I wouldn't want to be getting in this kid's way. He's 20 years old, but he's always in the right place. He, his game's like Mark Stone. He, he just, he's always in the right He's a hockey player. Yeah, and, and I think they're a very, very scary club. And with him, that's the thing about Florida. They were all finesse before, but now they got those type of players, right? So – uh, what's happening in that Bruins game? I need Boston. Are they, did they uh, win? Oh, she comes across the blue line. It's three on three. Not been great chances either way. Okay. Uh, I mean, they're going back and forth. Bru uh, Caps just starting over, take it out of their own zone, back to the old start over. Ovechkin's out there. So, oh, boy. I, I hope you get – put it this way. You got three minutes left to get the goal because I know what happens to you in shootouts. <laughs> just tell me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to find out eventually, but – 
and all these idiots on Todd. Well, I don't want to. You won't shoot the messenger, right? You want me to just tell you whatever happens? I'll tell you. Yeah, I just tell, yeah, no, all but right. it's not over yet, though, right? It's no, not no, over no, yet. No, okay, it's okay, still going, still going. Okay, a lot of trolls out there. Oh, yeah, the caps nope. just just made a save, so stoppage to play two fifty left. All right, the other big topic. If this is an yep. interesting one, Cam. April twelfth is the trade deadline. We've got now. We, first of all, you got the Canadian thing with the quarantine. So well, we should we, talk uh, about this more on the next show when we're actually going to know what's going on here, like with with this stuff. But you said it, Brian. I don't know. Like so, yeah. Basically, the bottom line is you can't trade. With, American and Canadian teams can't trade with each other in, with this quarantine situation. It's not happening. It's stupid. It, it, but but the thing is. If indeed, even if you were going to do that, if it were going to happen, any team in the States is going to trade with a Canadian team, you're going to do it before April 12th. The, yes. the trades may happen earlier because you want to get the guy up and running and get some games in him before the playoffs. So there could be trades between U.S. and Canadian teams, but it'll be before the trade day. Yes. Uh, let me tell you. And the other thing is you got Seattle coming in. So uh, some, there's going to be movement on the trade deadline, but it's, it's going to be this quirky, goofy thing. Well, how long is the quarantine period, right? So right now we're in March first week of March. Like, yeah, you're right. This is going to happen soon. You can't be screwing around, right? Like if this is the way it's going to be politically, like, and you have if to the, wait if, around. If, yeah. if, if the Islanders are targeting somebody on Calgary, right? Mm-hmm. You're pulling the trigger on that thing in the third week of March. You know, you, or you're not waiting for the trade deadline. So I wonder if trades don't perk up a little earlier because of all that. Yeah, no, that you're absolutely correct. And that is exactly What's going to happen, Brian? You're right. They have to do it earlier because we still don't have any end in sight with this political crap. But uh, I can't wait. Like, I, I'm not really into it. Like, honestly, I almost want to jump the line and get a vaccine so I can just fly down and see you. But then again, I thought about it. I go, the border's still not open. So it's great. I'm getting all these th- free things. Hey, Cam, we miss you at the El Cortez. F- four free nights. I'm like, great. I can't use it. Suncoast. Hey, you're a new member. Friend of the program. You want four free? I'm like, hey, yes, I do want three days, three, four nights. Please, please send this to me post-COVID. I'm ready to rock. Cammy, this may be your night. There's a minute left in overtime. Raz has just made two unbelievable really? saves. Really? Thank you. Oh, uh, you a, got third, a third unbelievable. It's all Washington. Oh, I mean, no. You might oh, want to get it. You might need to get it to the shootout. It's been all Washington uh, in the shootout. Rask looks like you need a BB gun to beat him. Uh, Did the Bruins just win? No, no. Oh, no, okay. No, no. Minutes ago, but Rask has saved the games three times. I mean, he two, two <sighs> saves. Save of the year candidate so far in overtime. It's, he does that. He's a, he's a weird guy. He did, he's weird. It's funny. He word. doesn't know what's going on. How many players on the ice? But man, he makes he can make saves of the year, Brian. Yeah. So I stop puck. Yeah, I like to stop puck. <laughs> I don't know where I am nor score, but I like puck. Stop rubber. So what do we what do we tell people about uh, the rest? Of what we're doing Saturday, Saturday night? night yep. Andrew Torres will join us. We're on midnight uh, Eastern and seven a.m. It reairs uh, Eastern time on Sunday. And we'll just dive into all things NHL and developments between now and then. We do the podcast usually midweek. So we're doing our best here. We love doing this stuff with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius 204. And we love doing the podcast. Oh, Cammy, a big chance. Oh, fan done it. All right. So oh, 30 boy. seconds to go. <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds to go. Ovechkin oh, no. fires it wide. No way. I don't know that I want to be on the air with you with the shootout. I guess, no, you know what? <laughs> well, we got to end the show anyway. No, no, we're not no, on we're the air gonna, for the shootout. Last time that happened, I lost. So I, no. I, will t- I will tell you this. The, the Sabres retro jerseys, they should put garlic cloves on it <laughs> to, to, to get the curse off them. 
You got to go. We're going to wrap <laughs> the podcast up. It's going to go to a shootout. I want you to somehow go. You probably didn't even have any of the house. Go find uh, garlic and put hang it over your neck, and maybe you'll win a shootout for a change because that's where it's going, Washington and Boston. That's what I'm going to do. I don't have the cloves, but maybe I'll just take a, like a mitt full of crushed and just throw it down like Try a shooter, it. Brian. <laughs> a garlic shooter. Garlic Good. shooter. I need help. Hey, you're the best. We love doing it. It's the Light the Lamp podcast. Join us Saturday night at midnight Eastern time on Sirius 204 for Light the Lamp. Buddy, always good fun. We'll do it again. Tee it up next week. You got it, Blessing. Wait.